Okay, so we are continuing in the Arucha Shiurim, starting a new topic, Hilchas Kenyanim, Commitments and Kenyanim. Shiurim for Chaydesh Sivan are sponsored anonymously, therefore Shlema is real, Ben Chayasar Gittel, and Sarah Bas Miriam, Besar Chayli Yisrael. Okay, so we are going to begin the concept of Kenyanim. And we are going to start on page 8 for today. Um, and on page 8, we learn the following. This is Shulchan Aruch, Mishpat, Simen, Kuf, Peites. And the, the, um, the title of the Simen is Din Ein HaMekach Nigmar Bidvarim. Halacha, that a sale cannot be completed just with words. So the Shulchan Aruch says, Ein HaMekach Nigmar Bidvarim. Shoymer Lechaveroi, Heachat Hanois and Lichavetzeh. How much will you give me this uh, article for? So they make up a price. So they've done everything. They set a price. They just haven't actually made the transaction. So either of them could retract. Because nothing has happened yet. And even if there were witnesses. And they told them. You be witnesses that this sale is taking place. Everything according to what Kenyan fits for that type of uh, transaction, that's what we're referring to. Real estate has its Kenyanim. Animals have their Kenyanim. But then, once you do make a Kenyan, no one could retract anymore. So, and even if they're Michael each other afterwards, it's too late. The Kenyan happens. If they want to retract, they have to actually make a new Kenyan and reverse it and give it back. So, this is the halacha. That transactions don't work, are not completed with words alone. Transactions are not completed with words alone. You need some formal, formal act of uh, acquisition, as defined by Chazal, what that Kenyan is. So that is the aside Hadavar of Kenyanim, that you must make a Kenyan to, um, for something to, tr- to have a transaction. Now what we're going to learn about tonight <coughs> is actually what happens when you don't have a Kenyan. We're saying in halacha nothing really occurs, but is there any type of hischaivos when you don't make a Kenyan? So you're right on time, Rabbi. We're just starting. So, no problem at all. So let's turn to page, go to page 9. Page 9, and the first, there's going to be two parts to, hopefully two parts to tonight's uh, shir. One is going to be on the concept of doiver emes bilvavai, that a person has to go with the truth in his heart. And then there's a concept of mechusar amana, someone who is not a trustworthy person. So hopefully those are the two things we're going to talk about. So on page number 9, right there, about a, I don't know, a quarter of the way down, where that gray is. So it says over there, um, the end of that line, the Gemara is going through a Pasuk over there, and uh, I think it's in Tilim Tazayin, if I'm correct, of all the different things. Uh, yeah, Tazayin, 
all the different things of it says who gets to live with Hashem so it goes through over there all different good midas so says the Gemara like Rav Safra so what's Rav Safra so if you look to the right there um, there's a Rashi Rav Safra this was the story Rav Safra had a, a, a something to sell. He's in the middle of Kriyashma, and a guy comes and says, You know, I'll buy it for you for, for this amount of money. They didn't answer him because Kriyashma. So the guy thought he's ignoring him, he doesn't want that, it's too cheap. And he added on to it. I'll pay more for it. Then Rav Safra finished Krishma. So Rav Safra told him, listen, I heard you the first time. And in my mind, I made up in my heart that I'm going to, that I'm going to, the new book, Ali. We're on page 9. He says, In my heart I made up that I was going to sell it to you. And even though this guy doesn't know what's in Rav Safra's heart, and he added on more money, and Rav Safra could have said, Okay, no problem. I'll take it for the more money. There was no kinyanim here. There was no commitments. There was nothing. And we just learned in Shulchan Aruch that nothing happens until there's a kinyan. And yet, Rav Safra gave it to him with the original money, for the original price, why, says the Gemara, that's called doiver emes bovavai. If you decide in your heart to commit to something, nobody else knows about it. But if you decided to, you have an inyan to keep to that commitment. No one could obligate you, there was no kinyan, nothing happened yet. But there's a concept of doiver emes bovavai. Now, how, how, who, who's this referring to? Is this like a halacha? What is this? So if you turn to page 11, <coughs> On page eleven is the is the is the Shulchan Aruch Harav, and the Shulchan Aruch Harav um, <coughs> starts off, and he says in Sif Aleph, Even though a a sale is not finished and completed just with words, and according to the letter of the law, anyone can retract until there's a kinyan, even if they committed to it. Um, okay, let's stop for the, leave that for a moment. Um, leave that for a moment because this is the, the next halacha. Let's go to the next paragraph. So the Shochan Aruch says, "Doiver emes is for someone who's a yari shamayim. A yari shamayim." Has to should keep the machshava is The Gemara is not saying it's a halacha. Remember, the Gemara is saying very mi- big midos based on their, these psukim and tehillim. These are these are chashiva things, but they're not a halacha. So the Shulchan Aruch is saying it's a yarish shemayim. Shim chashiva gomer beliber lim karloi b'schum zeh. V'halolo yoda mi machshavte. The other guy has no clue. V'hoisiv le'aschum zeh, and he thinks that he want more money. He says, I'll give you more money. A Yari Shemayim should only take what he in his heart really was ready to take. 
And the other way around, the same thing. If a, if, a, if a customer also in his heart was planning to pay a certain amount, and for whatever reason the seller didn't think he was going to pay that, so he lowered the price, a Yari Shemayim has the, the is Mechuyev, and, and the, I heard from someone who said that, that Rabbi Badner in his book on Brachas, maybe, I didn't look it up, but someone said that he writes over there that Rabbi Yashiv told him that. When Chazal say that Yarishamayim should do something, that means to say that Yarishamayim is mechuyiv to do something. But you, but but you have to be the Yarishamayim. In other words, he, if you hold yourself as Yarishamayim, you have those chiyuvim. I don't know who's the Yarishamayim. But if someone, if we know somebody is a Yarishamayim, so the things that Chazal say he should do, he's mechuyiv to do. That's what he says there. I, I I have to look it up to see to see it. But that's what I heard quoted. So fine. So he's the kaimashe. Now, look in this parenthesis, it's unbelievable. It's not only when it comes to purchasing and deals. Anything of Ben Adam Lechaveroi, Yeishloi Lekayim Machshavis Liboi, Im Gomar Beliboi Lasis Eza Taiva Lechaveroi. If in your heart you're deciding to do a Taiva for somebody, and you have the ability to talk and do it. There's the Indian out Diver Emes Bulvavoy not to change your mind. If it's your own personal needs, there is no problem. You can change your mind whenever you want. If there's a mitzvah involved, so then it could be uh, uh, in your life, like tzedakah. If you decide in your heart to give tzedakah, you're mechuyiv to give it. It's not even not even Yarishamayim. So no, it's mechuyiv. So if it's a mitzvah, is different. He's saying. But for your, anything else for yourself, even if you say outside, I'm going to go buy something for myself, or I'm going to go do this for myself, nothing's mechai of you to do it. But there's an Indian of you say if you think you're going to do something, nobody knows, except you and the Rabbi Nishalaylam, and you could do it, again, you're not mechai of too, but so according to Shulchan Aruch this is a din of a Yare Shamay. <coughs> okay, now, um, now, the, um, on page 12, the Pischei Chayshin points out here, he brings it in the top line, his footnote, Gimel, he brings the Shulchan Aruch that we just quoted, he brings the whole thing. Um, and he says the interesting thing. It's about one, two, three, four, about five lines down after he brings the entire Shulchan Aruch Arav. He says, at the end of the line, he says, V'chein kasav arav v'shulchan aruch shaloi barachayim simen kufnun vav sif beiz. Though there the halachas of Mecca chumemkar um, in Arachayim after after uh, Shachris and uh, before eating over there in in in, in Arachayim is Masomatan. Benirid the Svirle, so he wants to explain where did the Shulchan Archarab get this from? That any Ben Adam Lachavera is Dev Ramas Vavavai? Benirid the Svirle, the Cholsha Ben Adam Lachavera, Yeshba Zemishum Srach Mitzvah. Any any Ben Adam Lachavera has some type of mitzvah. You can do a chesed for somebody, it has to do with someone else. Like we said with, with Staka, he's saying any Nidre mitzvah, some hold even by Machshava. So Be'en Adam Lachavera has a Srach mitzvah. 
And then, but then he points out and he says, look at my Sefer Tzedakah o Mishpat, on Hilchah Tzedakah. And he says, there it's very clear, it's not just, um, it has to be that you decided in your heart, you made a decision. Not that you thought about it. Thinking about doing a taiva for someone, so he's saying that doesn't even go into Daiva Amis That's not the Shogun Arkharab. It's you made a decision. In other words, this is all on the premise that the Shogun Arkharab means because it's the Srach Mitzvah and Nidre Mitzvah or even Mamachshava. So that says, says uh, Rav Loi, he says, so those halachas are when you make a decision to do something, make a decision to do a mitzvah. If I'm just thinking maybe it's a good idea, I'll think about it, it's possible. Uh, you know, if you haven't fully decided in your heart, he's saying then it's not even nichnas into this um, This is referring to a case where you were gamar beliboy. He says gamar That's over there by mitzvah. So that's just a qualification that this for yari is when he made the decision and he wants to change his mind. So that's daveramas bovavay. Okay, now, okay, we'll get back to the bottom uh, um, in, in, a, in a few moments. Now let's go to page 13. Page 13 is the concept that the, we once touched upon a long, long time ago in Hilchus Chiris Pailim, and he actually brings it as a Maramakam later, but we may not see it. And that is the concept of Mechusar Amona. Mechusar Amona means someone who is labeled by Chazal as not trustworthy. Why? Because he backed out of a verbal agreement. Till now we're talking about There were no verbal agreements. It was just in my heart. Now, if we look over here in the Gemara Nazov, Mem Tesa Aleph, the second wide line, the Itmar Dvarim. If we have a verbal agreement, if I back out of it, I'm not called untrustworthy. I'm considered not trustworthy by Chazal. Um, and I get this label of not trustworthiness. Um, I heard Rabbi Kohn, who, gives, who, wrote, who put together these Marmachimists, used to live here, Blazer Kohn, from the Chayish Mishpachal. So he said that Rabbi Chaim Kanyevsky in his Musa Sefer, um, uh, Archis Yaisha writes that when Chazal give a person a label, the label's not only in Eilam Haza, it sticks with him in Eilam Haba. L'toi van l'ra. L'toi van l'ra. So when a person's called Mechus Ramana, it's not just here. He's when he gets to Shemaim, they also call the Mechus Ramana. And when a person is called Dev Ramis Bilvavai, he does the good, right? And Shemaim also. It, it also. So this, these are not just, you know, terms for, for this world. So that's his Mechus Ramana. <coughs> okay. Um, now, Now, if you skip all the way down, I know they have a gray line, but if you go all the way to the end of the gray line, about three lines before it ends, one, two, three, four lines before it ends, at the end of the middle of the line it says, Did Rabbi Yechanan say that if you back out of a verbal agreement, you're called by Chazal not trustworthy? So it says, if you tell your friend, Rabbi Yechanan said, if you tell your friend, I'm giving you a present, you can retract and not give it. Of course, you don't have to give it. There was no Kenyan here. What he meant to say is, it's permitted. Which sounds like you're not even called a Mechus HaRamana. 
So Rabbi Hakar, Rabbi Yechanan say that a verbal agreement is mechusar amana. Over here he said a verbal agreement to give a present is not is no problem. It's mutter. So Gemara is qualifying over here and say explaining to us what the concept of mechusar amana is and its ramifications. The concept is because you made a verbal agreement, that means the other party relied on your word. And therefore, if he relied on your word, so by you backing out, you're called an untrustworthy person. So now, if I promise someone I'm going to give them a present, and it's a matana muetis, it's a small thing, I'll give them a dollar. There's no reason why I shouldn't give it. I have the money to give it, it's a small thing. So it's very possible and probable that he's relying on me to give it. So if I back out, if I tell a guy, by the way, I'm going to give you a car, right, as a present, and he knows that I don't have the, you know, uh, for most people, giving a car is an expensive thing, so till he gets it in his driveway and he has the keys, he's not really relying on me to give him the car. I, why am I saying it? I want him to feel good, whatever it, is, whatever it is. He doesn't really rely on me. If he doesn't really rely on me, so all there was was a verbal commitment, but a verbal commitment with no reliance, says Rebbechanan, because mechusar amana is not just going back on my, ver- my, on, on my speech, on my verbal commitment. It's going back on a commitment that the other person relied on. That's why it was a commitment. But if I say I'm going to give you a present, the fact that it's something very big, very unusual, right, is not a true commitment because the other party does not rely on it. And therefore, I'm able to be chayzer if I want to. So now, so we assume that if it's big enough, now we'll, we'll, we'll qualify that in a little bit, exactly how to qualify that. Now this is brought on page 14, is brought in Shulchan Aruch. Um, <clears throat> is brought in Shulchan Aruch, um, in Reish Dalid. Basically everything we saw, and by the way, the Shulchan Aruch Harav, I skipped the end of Sifa, the, the first paragraph of Sif Aleph, because he talked about Mechus Ramana first, then he went to Dover Amos So basically the, saying, the same thing that we're saying here, and if you look, so you look at Sif Zayin, it says, V'noisev <laughs> We'll talk about Mishapara next week or, or next time perhaps. So you don't, it's not a serious thing that you get a curse. Mishapara is a curse, but you're not trustworthy. Chachamim are not so happy with you. He relied on you when you promised it. Shulchan talks out everything that we just that we just uh, said. Now, um, now there's a, there's actually on, on page fifteen the Minchas Pitim has a shtikel shaila. Is this halacha? of a person backing out and being a mechusar amona, is it a din de raisa or a din de rabona? In other words, again, it's not a monetary obligation, but the fact a person should keep his verbal commitments, and if he backs out, and backing out, what is that iser? Right? What is that iser? What is the yavaran? So he wants to say it's really totally in 
psukim in a shaila how you learn out where you learn this from. Um, some learn it from a pasuk that says in the Gemara says um, hin sedek. It says, talks about you should have just weight. Hin is a volume measure. Right, and the Gemara Darshan is that you could you could read it as in is when you say yes to something means you should keep your word. So he wants to say if it's from that pasuk it's a deraisa. If you use that pasuk for something else, so then it's just a din derabanan. So it's a shaila what this is, but either way it's ein ruach hachamim noicha heimen. Now the the bitzel hachachma on page 16, 17, 18, he has a very big chuva about this and. The, the, one, the one point I want to bring out here is on page 16 um, in Ois Bays, he writes right there on the right side and this was what he was asking, you were asking, Rafal. So, like, how exactly do you know if he's being Saimach Das? What exactly are the Gedarim? So he says, he says, the Matan Muetis is he relied on him when he promised it to him. Nira, and this is the line, It's totally in the situation and the power and the financial situation of the person who's giving the Matana. If a poor guy says, I'm going to give you a hundred mana, you don't know where you're getting that from. It's totally in the financial situation of the Nisim, because it's all about the, the Das of the Makabel. What does he think? Now I want you to know something. L'chaira, when it comes to, let's say you promise a child something, right? A child has much less, now he declare, does this child have no Das and he doesn't exist? But it's not, L'chaira not. I, I don't think so. I don't, I don't remember seeing anywhere. In fact, the Gemara talks about promising, Gemara and Sukkah talks about promising a child a candy, not giving it to him, you're teaching him how to lie and things like that. But L'chaira, if you, if you promise something to a child and it, um, even if it's something that's a matana gedayla, you could clear this. I'm wondering, as I think out loud here, even if it's a matana gedayla, but many children think so all adults are rich, right? You know what I mean? They don't understand what it is, right? Again, it depends on the age of the child, right? But if you, uh, you know, if you, if you promise a kid, you give him $100, which is matana gedayla, perhaps, for a lot of people, if it's for nothing to a child, but the child doesn't really know that $100 is a lot of money for you. What does he know, right? So $100, uh, you know, to him it's a lot of money. But he's so mechdas that an adult is able to give it to him, right? That might be. Now, unless you say a kid doesn't have any smichas das, I, I don't know. I'm not sure. I would have to ask the Dayanim what they think about that. But just the concept is, it's all about the perception, really, which makes it very, uh, very fluid, this, this halacha. It's about the perception. So if you're a guy who's that, or someone's a guy who's that really rich, but he gives off this appearance as being wealthy, right? 
And that means that if he promises something to someone, that person is Saimech Das, that you have the money, you're able to do it, right? So even if it's a Matana Gedali, you'll say, well, what do you mean? It's a Matana Gedali, I can back out. No, it has a lot to do with the perception. It's not just totally in how much the person can really afford, but there's a lot about the perception because of the, uh, the smichas das. So that's just an interesting you know, food for thought of how, how, that will, uh, how that will work. Another case the, um, the B'tzal HaChachma seems to talk about, and it goes again with the svar of smichas das, and that is, what if I tell you, Rafal, that I'm going to give Eli a present? I never told him. I told you. You told him. Right, but the end of it. So now, my is there any mechusar amon if I if I if I back out? So the fact that I didn't tell him directly, he's not saimechdas till he hears it from me. So memela, there's no problem with me backing out, even amatana muetas, because there's no smichas das, even amatana muetas, right? Because he didn't hear it directly from me. The smichas das has to be when it's a direct a direct thing. Um, okay. Now, let's qualify this a drop more. And that is as follows. Um, if you look on page 20, on page 20, <coughs> page 20, there's the Ramah. And this is the Ramah in Reish, this is Shulchan Reish Dalid. And um, over there, the last three lines of the Ramah, at the end of the line there, of the third line, Haga. So we hear, this is the same thing again. You know what this is talking about? There was no change in the market price. Avo betray Tari. If there was a change in the market price, ramana. I mean, I made a verbal commitment to buy a certain amount of produce from you. The market price was 10 bucks, right, per pound. All of a sudden, now the next day, the market price goes down to five, $5 per pound. So if I have to keep my word, I'm going to lose now $5 per pound to pay you $10 now. So I want to back out. Call me untrustworthy? I'm not untrustworthy? That's not fair. I made a verbal commitment because that was the price. But I'm not tied into it. If I would have made a Kenyan, it's not too late. It's life. Make a Kenyan, price goes down, that's life. But I'm called untrustworthy because now the price went down. I want to back out and get the new price. So says this, says the Ramah, that if there's Trey Tari, if a gold price fluctuates, ain't Zemel You're not called not trustworthy. Then he brings then he brings No, even by two prices you can't retract. The Ramah seems to pass like the second second side. That means to say, even if there's a change in price, verbal commitment, you can't back out of be called Now if you look at the tap and the shach, they're all the way at the top right. He says, So the Shach is saying there's a lot of Chalkim on the Ramah. Here, like we said before, between Mincha Mar, we say a lot of times the Chayshim Mishpat, there's not necessarily clear, a lot of times you have a Machlaikis, not a clear Psak. 
and uh, Bezdin would make a pshar in such a case. Here you have the Ramah Pasin's Kainir Eker. The Shach is saying, well, one second, the Bach is Mesupuk, and the Yushalmi is like the, the, the Raza, which seems to say that you're not Mechusar Amana. So we have this Machlaikas. So, so the, the, um, so the Aruch HaShulchan, if you look to page 23, the Aruch HaShulchan brings this whole sugya here, of Mechusar Amana, and on the top left column there, two lines from the end of the paragraph, he says, He doesn't go with the Ramah, he goes like the Shach brought, it says, a few lines before, he says, The Gura brings down, Medina, there's no problem. So, Rechashuchem Paskin, straight there, no problem. Rakmi Midas Chasidus. Midas Chasidus. So now we have, we have tonight already, Mechus Ramana, Yori Shemaims, Midas Chasidus, all these different types of titles here. But in this situation, he's saying it's Midas Chasidus, but Medina, there's no problem, Mechus Ramana. And this happens at times that, um, that a situation changes and makes it Shrei Tari. Now, Shrei Tari doesn't have to mean only a price difference. A situation difference also could change that the price can view it as Shrei Tari. Um, I don't know, let's say you commit to buy a house, right? It's a verbal commitment to buy a house. So let's say the, no price change. If the price changes, that's a different story. But let's say a situation changes. All of a sudden, you know, the rest of the block was bought up by, uh, you know, people that you can't stand. They're uh, non, uh, I don't know, Einam Yehudim that are not for your time. So one second, now that's, that's a whole change of circumstance. So now you're going to call me a Mechusar Amana? So the Pais can very often say that's called a Tretari. Tretari is not a chayk, only two prices. It means to say that when I verbally commit, if nothing drastically changes, I shouldn't retract. But if there's some type of drastic change that says I'm being, when I retract, it's not because I'm untrustworthy, I'm not standing by my word, this is a different situation. It's like a noilad. Noilad, like, you know, something new happened, so now it changes the circumstances. So in such a halacha, we see clearly that our Chashokhan is paskening that Medina, a person is, um, a person is allowed to retract. Now what's interesting, interesting is way back, on page, uh, I said we'll get back to it, on page 12, the Pischei Choshen clears the following Shiloh. If in Mechusar Amona, that's on the bottom there, there's a little arrow, three lines from the bottom, uh, the end of the line there. V'yesh la'ayin, mitzad doiver emes bilvavoi, im yesh l'chalak v'chad tara l'treitari. In Mechusar Amona, the Paiskim are telling us when prices change, you're not called Mechusar uh, Amona anymore. Midas Chasidus to keep your word. What about in Doiver Emes Bovavai? Doiver Emes Bovavai means I made up my heart to do something. What happens if there's a real change of circumstance, like Trey Tari? Is that Chilak there also? Um, now, the Chaira, he brings a riot. They don't bring the whole thing here, I don't know why. But he says, the first riot he brings is, one second, what was the case of Rav Safra? The case of Rav Safra, he offered him um, more money, right? To give him more money. Um, now, if I remember correctly, this Gemara, one second here, I just can't see so well here. Um, this Gemara is somewhere else as well, if I remember correctly. Uh, 
Pays I think in one of the places that it brings down this Misa, it says. It says it was a lot more money, the case of Rav Safra. So if you just offered him a little bit more money, that, necessarily, that may not be called Trey Tari. But let's say he offered a lot more money, that could be called Trey Tari. And yet, the Gemara, the Gemara calls that Dov Ramos that he didn't go back on it. So maybe there is no chilek of Trey Tari when it comes to Dov Ramos Or no, how could it be worse than a verbal commitment, which is a much more of a commitment, I could back out. So for sure, I'm Dov Ramos That's an interesting thing. So that'll be Nageya also, the case where the Shulchan Acharav said that if you commit to do a taiva for someone, Right, that you should keep it, but if the situation changes drastically, would you have the heter of Tretari? Again, this is all in the world of a Yari Shemayim, right? Because Yari Shemayim. But again, if you put the two together, if there's a Midas Chasidus not to be Chayzer even by Tretari, and the Dov Ramos Bavava guy is the Yari Shemaim guy. You assume the Yari Shemaim is also doing Midas Chasidus, right? Maybe the whole thing doesn't exist. I don't know how you weigh all these things, but it's a cute way of doing it. So, and the last thing, we'll end off here. Um, and uh, the last thing is, what about when it comes to Einam Yehudim? Is there any problem of retracting on a verbal commitment for Einam Yehudi? So the, on page 25, the Gemara and Bechiris, Yudgimel Amid Beis, uh, basically says, the last three lines on the Amud, um, uh, the Gemara says, Kasavar dvarim yeshba mishum achusra amona, v'hani mili Yisrael mi Yisrael, t'kaimu bidubirayu. Jews who stand by their words, so if you're chayzer, you're mechusra amona. Alva Yisrael ma'evi kechavim di'inu lo'kaimu bidubirayu, they also don't stand by verbal commitments. If they don't stand by verbal commitments, I have no obligation to keep a verbal commitment to them either, and this Lechaira would apply to anyone who's not a from Tyradika Jew. Because the Tyradika Jews, we have this concept of if we say something, it has a chashivas to it, and therefore there's a commitment. And we're going to stand by our commitment. But anyone who's not a Tyradika Jew, through no fault of their own, we're not saying a Tinnik Shanishba, non from person, but if he doesn't have that concept, of the halach of standing by his word. So if he is not oimid bidiburayu, so then I don't have a chiv to be oimid dirayu either. So to get to anyone who's not a from Jew, if you even if you make a verbal commitment, there's no problem of backing out of that commitment. So that is today's sugya, and um, and on Wednesday we'll go to the next chelik, which talks about Amisha para. But the basic idea we're saying here is that even though nothing is really nigmar till you make a kinyan. However, there are other things at play that may obligate you to do something, whether it's bilvavai or with a speech not to be a mechus or amana, and we will continue next time, Bez Hashem.